For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill Apter, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Welcome to WCW Retro. I'm your host for evening, Papa Stro, the maestro of wrestling. Great to have you guys with us as always. This is the place to be where we talk about past, present, future professional wrestling, but so much more. And you never know who's going to call and have to find some wild, wild west of podcasts right here. WCW Retro right here on BusinNation.com. Great to have you guys with us as always. Uh, tonight is our year-end special of 2021 before we enter the new year of 2022. Uh, really excited to uh chat with you guys. Uh sky's the limit tonight. Uh hopefully we can recap some of our greatest great moments throughout the year and uh talk about what we want to do next year. That's that sort of thing. Should be a lot of fun. Uh before we get started and get to the callers, uh just a reminder, anytime you guys want to call in to tonight's live WCW Retro podcast, you can do so at nine one four three three eight one eight eight five. Once again that number is nine one four Three three eight one eight eight five. 
and uh, feel free to call in anytime. Um, before we get started, I, I make a few shout-outs and announcements, if you will. First of all, shout-outs to Masters of Ring Entertainment, mastersofringentertainment.com, Fishing with Special Friends at fishingwithspecialfriends.com, Innovative Hybrid Wrestling at the Maritimes area in Canada, facebook.com slash IHW Wrestling, uh, Cauliflower Alley Club. Find out what they've been up to at cauliflowerallyclub.org. That's cauliflowerallyclub.org. Uh, the Double Starter, a Harlequin story, uh, is going strong, still winning various awards throughout different film festivals, uh, award-winning film. Thus far, it's uh, doing great. Uh, I, I star as Dr. Arkham in the film. Uh, great cast and crew. Um, great story. Great take on the Harlequin story. Much different take. But I want to catch a lot of eyes, get a lot of attention. And if you want to check out The Devil's Daughter or Harlequin Story, you can do so on YouTube. Just uh, type in The Devil's Daughter or Harlequin Story in the search. As well as you can check it out on Amazon Fire TV, the Dominus TV as well. Um, so check out The Devil's Daughter or Harlequin Story on those uh, streaming services. Also, uh, i got a couple films coming out. Uh, hybrid. Be looking out for Hybrid coming out soon. Uh, the, the Love Spell, uh, another one, Echo Lake Massacre, uh, as well as uh, a horror film that will be coming out soon with starring yours truly called Stench of Iniquity. And for more updates on the upcoming film Stench of Iniquity, uh, go to their Facebook page at facebook.com slash stench of iniquity. Now, lots going on um, happening, and uh, the, the bookings are lining up. Thus far for 2022, uh, let me give you a few what's going on with me, uh, some of the more immediate upcoming appearances I'll be. Uh, January 9th, I'll be making my debut and return rather to West Virginia, and I'll be debuting for Premier Wrestling League Mid-Atlantic at Green Valley Skating Rink in Bluefield, West Virginia. Looking forward to seeing the 5 o'clock show. Uh, looking forward to seeing everyone there. For more information, go to Premier Wrestling League. Mid-Atlantic and Facebook for more info. Of course, January 26th is yours truly, Papa Stroh's birthday. So uh, any, any cards you want to send my way uh, or uh, birthday wishes, please do so, or gifts. I love getting gifts. Uh, you send me a card or a gift, uh, send them my P.O. Box, P.O. Box 12706, Jacksonville, North Carolina. Once again, P.O. Box 12706, Jacksonville, North Carolina. Thank you guys for your love and support. Uh, January 29th, uh, I'll be commentating for Shockwave Wrestling Entertainment's Another Beginning event being held at the Craven County JC's Fairgrounds in Newburn, North Carolina. For more information on that event, go to shockwavewrestling.com. Ex- excuse me, shockwavewrestlingentertainment.com for more info. Um, in February, I'll be re- returning to Statesville Comic Con in Statesville, North Carolina. I'll be having more information on that soon as it uh, the, the date approaches. Uh, also, uh, if you'd like to uh, send me a donation, buy me a cup of coffee, tips, etc. Thank you for those who have already donated. But if you'd like to donate yours truly, send it to my PayPal at paypal.me, Mary, E's and E, slash Papa Stroh. And all together is paypal.me slash Papa Stroh. And thank you in advance for your support. And uh, even though I have uh, bookings already scheduled, I'm still... 
I got plenty of dates open for more bookings, and I'll be, I'm taking bookings for the following. Wrestling, commentary, casting for television, TV, film, or web events, conventions, autograph signings, seminars, speaking, event, speaking events, charities, interviews, special, interpe- special appearances, um, radio, podcasts, commercials, endorsements, etc. I do a lot. <laughs> So hit me up, uh, strofoya at yahoo.com, S-T-R-O number 4-Y-A at yahoo.com. And uh, get a personal voice greeting from your truly, Papa Stro, with the following websites, uh, celebvm, V as in Victor, M as in Mary, dot com slash stromaestro. That's celebvm.com slash stromaestro. Or myfanpark, just like it sounds, myfanpark.com slash papastromaestro. And get your message from Papa Stro today. And also, uh, merchandise on sale, go to thestro.com slash merchandise, T-H-E-S-T-R-O.com slash merchandise. Get your Papa Stro merch today for all ages, including pets. And to get a breakdown of my social media, my official website is thestro.com. Uh, Facebook, you can see me on Facebook at facebook.com slash maestro. Twitter, at sign stro. YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com slash Maestro. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, I'm an IMDB at IMDB.me. M is a Mary Easy E slash Rob Kellum. That's IMDB.me slash Rob Kellum. I'm on Twitch at Twitch.tv slash RealPapaStro. Instagram at Instagram.com slash Maestro. If you'd like for me to be an influencer for your product or um, event, uh, hit me up on my influencer site, influence.co slash papastro. And uh, if you support VOC Nation on Pro Wrestling Tees, too, at uh, vocnation.com slash pro wrestling tees.com slash VOC Nation. I'm sorry. Pro wrestling tees.com slash VOC Nation. Get your favorite VOC Nation t shirt today, uh, including one of WCW Retro and one of yours truly, uh, Papa Stro, the Four Faces of Stro. And thank you guys for your love and support, as always. Uh, and support VOC Nation, all the great podcasts right here. Just go to VOCNation.com for your dates and times, your fa- times rather, of your favorite VOC Nation podcast. And we'll be taking a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll take the callers and uh, celebrate the year-end 2021 special right here on uh, WCW Retro. So stick with us, guys. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, 
Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. This is your amiga, Shelly from Cali, to let you know you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We've excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation radio network. Welcome back, everyone. WCW Retro, Papa Stro here. Great to have you with us, as always. Tonight is our 2021 year-end special. Uh, and anytime you guys want to call in tonight, feel free to do so. 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. And let's talk wrestling tonight. Uh, so it's end the year with a bang, if you will. <laughs> Great to be, have, be with you guys. It's always always a pleasure uh, being with you all, uh, it's like one of my highlights of the week here. WCW Retro with you guys is the best. Uh, and also, guys, uh, you can listen to us also on Spotify as well. Look for us on Spotify. Type in WCW Retro on Spotify. Look for us there so you can listen in as well as VOCNation.com. So, uh, yeah, we're getting we're getting the word out for sure. So what's that? Let's take a look at our first caller. All right, 910 area code. Welcome to WCW Retro. Hey, Papa Stro, how you doing? Hey, Todd, welcome back. How you doing, sir? How's your week been? 
I'm doing all right. I uh, basically I decided this week I got to block calls. I was actually awake, rocking and rolling, and ready to go last week when I got a call, and next thing I knew, the show was over. I was like, man, probably because the call oh, went wow. too long. The uh, so I'm preventing that, brother. The uh, hey, happy New Year, <laughs> Papa Stroh. Happy New Year. Yes, they'll be here before you know it. Oh my gosh, time is flying by. Time is flying by, my goodness. It, it, and, uh, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Would you believe uh, when you were over at Aaron and Casey's for Thanksgiving, that was well over a year ago. It just don't yeah. feel like oh it, God. does it? Yeah, I, it, 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 I just feel like I was just there <laughs> a few days ago, more or less. Crazy. That's, yeah, yeah. that's mm, what I told them. I mean, it's, yeah, I've been gone again for a while so that kind of craziness but yeah the uh oh no i was just uh here and i know it's a wrestling themed show but man all i can talk about is a damn uh harlequin flick that ron rossman put together that you've been in that thing has been killing it it's it's been a juggernaut oh my gosh like every time i turn around it's, it's winning an award somewhere you know it's it's crazy all right, first off, I, 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 I've i completely lost, I think there's actually 10 wins, so I don't know how many different nominations, and the lead yeah, got I believe best 10 or more, yeah. Actor. Best actor at Cannes, 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 however you say it, there in France. That's huge. It, and honestly, when I found, like, what, you know, even being nominated – uh, with Fennell on, on that, uh, I was just, my jaw just dropped. I had no idea because, I mean, I was happy for the film, but I didn't realize I was going to be nominated for anything like that. And, 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 and that particular film festival was like one of the biggest in the world. It's, Big, huge international yes. festival, uh, yeah. Uh, that's one of those things, that's a career maker in so many ways. In so many oh, ways. It is. And it's... Uh, I, I know we talked I about this on a different show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pro- probably saw picture, people like Eastwood and Burt Reynolds. Yeah, and there's a picture there of uh, Arnold and um, Stallone clown, clown around during the festival. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> See? Yeah. Unbelievable. Because that's a – well – you you watch some of them because they were good about catching people that they learned, you know, in some of the different areas where they do films and stuff like that. But I, I my thoughts on the nomination that you got, um, my thoughts on the win that that got is this came out of a film that had a bunch of nominations and I believe 10 different wins. Um, so you had to stand out in a standout flick. Yeah, you know, yeah, so it, it, it's a it, little it, bit it, easier it, to stand out in a poor it, movie. It, it, especially, you know, with the films that are up against us, and for us to be picked out amongst some of the best films in the world, I, I, it's just mind-boggling. 
it's it, it's great and and the attention it's getting from all these different film festivals and and different aspects too like the, uh the comic con scene the horror scene the sci fi scene the drama scene i mean we're we're hitting so many levels here <laughs> as far as the film work goes so it it's really exciting time and i'm really couldn't be happier for all of us i mean it's this this has been magic since the beginning it has i mean that is uh boy that's like kudos to all and um i don't want to say this i know ron put together some maintenance fundraising things like that um but everybody it was ultimately a donation film from the actors as well. Correct? Yeah, it was all voluntary. It was all voluntary. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, Absolutely. It's people. First off, it's a project. Uh, there's a ton of firsts. There's, there are so many good things to say here. Um, mm-hmm. First off, it's a project that was thought through and put together well. Right. Um, then it tells you that there were people that believe in their craft, believed in the project, and put the effort into it. Because I, I know, um, I know some of the how some of the table reads go for uh, the dust series. <laughs> the uh, I know, you know, Rob put some of that planning in there. It takes the time for people to get there or go through to to know what's coming and uh so people may have volunteered but that that was a that was a labor of love a true labor of love and seeing all this it's just i i think it's huge i think there's so much praise to go around so yeah i just uh to be able to know some of the folks involved in it to, to see what you guys have done to see everything yeah i think that's uh man that that's that's a pretty big present with a bow on it uh there was a lot of effort went into getting it that way but yeah it's just yeah huge praise really cool yeah thank you so much and uh i I know uh understanding from the director ron that we might be visiting some of these places in the new year so I'm, i'm really excited to actually check out some of these film festivals that we've been uh Showcase, so it's pretty pretty exciting times, man. It's really really cool. We're being joined by Mr. Hollywood, by the way. Mr. Hollywood, awesome. How you doing, brother? How you doing, Professor Maestro? Hey, hey, good to hear from you, brother. You doing? Uh, we got we got Todd here with us, man. Uh, great to be here, man. The, the new year is almost here. <laughs> Crazy, yes, right? Yes, How you doing, Todd? How you doing, sir? How you doing, sir? Oh, I am way good. How, how's you, Hollywood? Right, right, right. Uh, my, uh, uh, my yes. Yeah, yeah. great, man. Yeah. Blessed to be alive. Another yeah, day, yeah. you know? Oh, Another yeah. Another year, almost. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I just want to, um, I won't be able to talk long, but um, I wanted to call him, uh, Maestro. I just want to say for the, um, for the past year, um, I really enjoyed um, WCW Retro. So this is where it is. I mean, um, you know, cause like I said, I, I love professional wrestling. I've been watching professional wrestling since I was a kid. And um, it's, 
with, with you have with you have going on right now with WCW Retro, it, this is actually a beautiful thing. I mean, talking about old school, new school professional wrestling. I mean, it's quite brilliant. It's, it's quite brilliant. And um, I just want to say I really appreciate oh, it. Like so I said, and, and next year, like I said, you know, next year, um, God willing, I'm still here. I'm, I'm going to continue to support you. Pop show my show and your podcast, WCW Retro. Oh. Yeah. oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I really, I, mean, you, I really, I really, you, yeah, I really, yeah, I really enjoy, I really enjoy talking about professional. Now, me personally, I mean, I like the old school wrestling. You know, I mean, yeah, man. I really ain't being up on the, I, I really ain't being up on the new school wrestling, but I know that uh, I know like as far as like AEW, um, I really, could, I, I really consider them as a threat to WWE. I mean, from what I'm, you know, from the few I've seen, so um, yeah, they're gaining ground, uh, man. They really are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, AEW, I mean, you know, you know, before, you know, WCW and the NWO was definitely a total threat to WWF at that particular time. As a matter of fact, you know, that the NWO and WCW was killing WWF in ratings, you mean? So now, mm-hmm. now you have AEW who's now a threat to WWE. So if I was, I don't know, I mean, if it was WWE, I would be very weary. I mean, really. Yeah, it's heating up, as uh, Jim Ross would say. Matter of fact, it's great to see Jim Ross back, and he just announced he was cancer-free. But God bless him, man. That's great. Yeah, I thought that was beautiful. Beautiful. And what about Tony? Uh, isn't, uh, what about Tony Schiavone? Is he still there? Yeah, he sure is. <laughs> in, a, in AEW? I'm yeah, yeah, he's that. great. I'm saying, man, they got they got some mad talent in AEW. I mean, you got Jim Ross, you got um, and Tony Schiavone. I mean, he's one of he's one of my and I like Jim Ross too. But Tony Schiavone, he, he's one of my one of my favorite one of my favorite. I mean, he really he really he really gets into his. I mean, he really gets into it. And like like I said, the thing that really like the reason why I say that because I mean he's he, he's had many great moments. Don't get me wrong, but I think the moment that mm-hmm. really sticks with me with Tony Schiavone is when Hogan turned bad that night. I mean, oh yeah, that that was like, something. There, I mean, right? to, to, to see to see how Tony um, Savani to see to see his reaction when Hogan went rear. You I mean went bad? I mean that that was. Mm-hmm. I mean he was Tony Savani. I mean uh, he, he he was just electrifying. I mean like just the whole his whole reaction was just it was just it was just mind boggling. Oh yeah, and and he still adds so much to the commentary. During AEW, him and Jim oh, Ross. Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, that's why I said those two. I mean, those two, and, they, and they're both. And the thing about it, they're both veterans. You mean they are? They, they've been mm-hmm. in this business a very, very long time. So um, AEW, right. they're they're blessed. They are blessed to have Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone me because they have been in the business a very long time. Yeah, you know, he's got a book that's out now. Uh, Tony Schiavone does talking about some of his experiences. Oh, really? Back in the day, yeah, I can't forgive me. I can't think of the name of the title of the book, but it's it's out. Just look, just type in Tony Schiavone's book in Google, okay. and uh, probably tell you okay. the name of it. But it's out now. I heard it's really good. Okay, I've been I looking into that because uh, he's definitely one of my favorites. But um, yeah, I'm about to get. I'm about to leave. But Tony, um, but um, pop show my show and Todd. I guess, um, like I said, I'm going to continue to support you and um, Daisy Retro. And, uh, and I love you. I love you all. And I pray to God that y'all have love a, you too, brother. That, that we that we see next see, yep. see next year, next year, 
2022. Yes. Hope is a baby of all Happy New Year, brother. Right. You too, brother. Yes, Happy New Year. All right. I love you guys, man. Love you guys. Y'all take care. Love you, Mr. Outwood. Big Happy New Year, brother. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. All right, bye bye. Yeah, uh, uh, thank you, brother. Yeah, right, that was uh, Mr. Hollywood, man. Glad, glad he dropped in. They had yeah, man. All of us. That's cool. Dude, this that's is really uh, cool. after a moment like that. That's the kind of way I, I'm like, man, I'm going to leave because talk about leaving on a high note and feeling the love. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, I'm you, glad you, you know what I mean? Local. That's a uh, yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I mean it's uh it's been a heck of a year, two thousand twenty one. Uh I that's for sure. Who are you telling? <laughs> it's uh the uh I again I know it's wrestling team show, but to be able to talk about some of the uh you, you know I like to try to keep things positive because it's uh too easy to get in on some of the negative, uh, even though we try to find a yeah, way. Uh, you know, you're from the old school. We're we're willing to laugh at ourselves, um, stuff like that. But man, um, my thoughts about trying to keep things positive. This show has been doing it tonight. Got to tell you, brother. Oh yeah. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, one of the reasons why I love Joy doing it every week. It's really, it's really great. I mean. Every, Everybody pretty much makes the show what it is, so it's, it's great that everybody come in and uh, spread some positivity. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. We we don't feel like uh, what the heck was it? Uh, oh man, I'm drawing a blank on the movie. I see the movie. I see the character Donald Sutherland. This is not one of those shows where he's out there, Kelly's Heroes, where he was going get a cut with the <laughs> negative waves. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, Not my an goodness. issue here. No, no. <laughs> There's a... Uh, yeah, um, so I, I know I mentioned some other, some other films to look out for that uh, I've been working on. One's called Hybrid. That's be out, be out soon. And uh, it's, it's more of like uh, it's about uh, someone's psychological journey. And it's a, one of the psychological thrillers, and uh, oh, nice! Uh, I, matter of fact, uh, my character has like a, a do- doppelganger, if you will. So he's going to be meeting two sides of uh, my my character in the film, which is uh, interesting because it's almost like he's uh, he's, he's he thinks the story's going one way, but it's going like a, then it goes like a totally different direction. You will so it it really makes you think so be looking out for hybrid pretty soon oh nice and uh, That's, uh well i haven't looked your uh film thing what are they i i am b e or whatever IMDb, they're called yeah. i b e or d yeah. uh yeah it, it, i haven't looked for hybrid, a while now i remember it was right um i, I, got I remember starting to watch it new, grow new right I got a few new additions on there now you can check out. Um, that, uh, The Love Spell, I'll be on that one, and Echo Lake Massacre, where I'm kind of like a supernatural detective, kind of like Kojak. And oh, no. investigation. Kojak and, uh, what is it, Kojak meets uh, Kolchak? 
what, the old Night Stalker. Night Stalker, yeah, that's the one, yeah. Was yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that old show. And well, in, in that nice. one, uh, my turns out my family, which is the Harkers, and the Van Helsings are teaming together, trying to track down supernatural activity, right? Like vampires, werewolves, that sort of thing. So it's it, it, and in in that case, and in particular, um, uh, like with the Echolite Massacre deal, what's going on is there's a power struggle going on gut in the in like the government in which they want to hang on to the supernatural activity as a as a way to keep their power and they think anything anybody that opposes them so like the supernatural assassins quote unquote will be a threat to their uh position and power right so there's like a interesting struggle going on between the Unnatural and the super well, the natural and the supernatural realm. So, <laughs> pretty interesting stuff. And uh, I also have nice. a horror movie. A horror movie coming out soon called Stench of Iniquity. That uh, you can look on the, uh, Facebook. They have a Facebook page for updates, and uh, it's it's got a lot of those like creep show vibes from the movie Creep Show. And it and and that one oh, I betrayed nice. vampire and Alba in the in the film, yeah. So be looking out for stench of iniquity pretty soon. And speaking of upcoming things, uh we have uh Chaz with us from uh Chicago. Chaz, my brother, how you doing man? Hey, hey what's back. happening guys? How are you? Hey Chaz. Merry Christmas, early happy new year. Same to yeah. you, brother, for sure. We're scheduled I, I, to get nine inches of snow on Saturday, so that'll be interesting. Really? Oh, ringing a new year, right? Huh? <laughs> yeah, that's what they're calling for. Oh my goodness! That's what they're calling Man, for. Anyway, I, was, I gotta give you guys a, a funny story. I was downstairs Please. this morning cleaning out my father's basement, and I discovered yeah. two hundred plus after mags that I collected in the eighties, from eighty four up to ninety one. Oh my! So that's my that's my New Year's activity for New Year's Day is to catalog all of them. Oh, that's awesome! Uh, yeah, the one that's that, awesome. The one that made me the one that made me chuckle was the one that they superimposed Hogan's head on Kamala's spear from '87. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> oh my goodness! I like that's it. Tremendous. Uh, I'll tell you what, Todd, I found that. I found an old ColecoVision that still works. I found an old Atari that really? still works. Yep. Nice. Some beat-up old comic That's books from the, late, from the late 60s, early 70s. All kinds of good stuff. Oh, man. You can have your own store now. All kinds oh, yeah, of now i got to sell it because I'm going to get rid of all of it. Awesome. So now I want to sell it, get rid of all of it. So you now you have the ultimate and, gimmick uh, table. That's, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, right? I got the ultimate, the ultimate gimmick table that nobody could afford the stuff that's on it. Because I'm definitely not going to sell that stuff cheap. Hey, Chaz, you take two bucks oh. for that magazine? What are you, stupid? It's from 85. No, it's from 30. <laughs> I have. Oh, man. That's absolutely great. That's awesome, man. Oh, my God. That's great. Just to let you know about 2022 for me, um, it's going to be my last year as an active manager. That's it for me. Okay. 
So I'm going to put like that tour. I'm going to try to get to I don't use the R word, Stro. You know that. You can't do that. Yeah. yeah. Only Terry yeah, yeah, use the R word and come back from it. That's true. This yeah, so no, I don't never use say never. Gonna, <laughs> it's going to be my, it'll be my last year as an active manager. Will I stay involved in some other capacity? Probably. But I'm mm-hmm. going to be, as an active ringside manager, it'll be my last year. I'm going to try to get booked, and I'll need my the help of my friends in as many places around the country as I can. But then that's it. At the end of November, all done. Chazzy's last go-round as okay. a manager. That's where I'm at right now with that stuff. So kind of exciting year-end stuff, but, uh, yeah, looking forward to 2022. It's, like I said, you know, it's not that the business has been changing or this, that, or the other thing. It's just that I had a couple of bad, couple of bad health scares this past year, and it slowed me down. Mm-hmm. And, if, and if I can't perform at the level that I'm used to and at the level I expect to, then I, I just can't do it right. anymore. Totally understand that. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm not going to be a hanger-on. I'm not going to be one of those guys that's hung on past his prime and people say, oh, you know what, he's still here, but I remember when, I remember when, back in the day, he could do this. Yeah, okay. Appreciate <laughs> it. No, but, you know, that was, uh, I kind of felt like that at the 20-year mark in the Marine Corps. Holy crap. I, I understand that. I but, you know, I got a couple of bucket lists I want to take care of before that. And um, then at the end of the year, that's it. No matter how many bookings I get, my last booking in November, I'm done. <laughs> I, I, I saw a funny video not too long ago with uh, one of the boys. Uh, Eric, yeah, one of the wrestlers, Eric Adams. Uh, it was like uh, Carlos Colon, Colito's dad, right? We had this, yeah. like, Eye to Tiger video where he was, like, training. And uh-huh. he didn't make a, a comeback out of retirement. And, he, you know, he, he looks at the camera. They're, they're playing the Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. And he looks at the camera and says, I'm back. Yeah, no, that's okay. Oh, my God. It was great. Yeah, and all oh you're going to hear from me at the end of the year is, at the end of 2022, all you're going to hear from me, I'm done. See you later. <laughs> That's that's great, man. Hey, I hope the tour goes good this year. And uh, do you have any so uh, potential first stop on your tour? Um, I got Chicago in February. I got Chicago okay. in February. I got Chicago for four days, and then Louisiana at some point next nice. year. Back to Memphis. I'd like to get out to the Carolinas. I got to reach out to some people I know out there out by you and get out to the Carolinas. Cool. Okay. All right. Connecticut's in the offing. Awesome. Man, I'm hoping there's something a little closer to this neighborhood. I mean, so close, and yet it doesn't seem to be such a big gig around here in Indy. What's that, in Indy? Nah, there's not a whole lot going on down there. Not like it used to. Yeah, just... But I didn't call them to monopolize the conversation or make it about me. Just want to call and wish everybody a happy new year, and we'll definitely uh, no, get yeah. back at it Thank next you. year. Absolutely, Seriously, yeah, happy yeah. New year, Chaz. Glad you did. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Colt. Yeah, talk away, man. I mean, <laughs> sky's the limit tonight. 
We're just happy, oh, happy to be here celebrating. Yeah, celebrating. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, and looking go forward to next year. Martinelli's <laughs> apple cider. Oh, nice. Yeah, we need Martinelli's apple nice. cider and Welch's sparkling grape juice. Because I don't go out on amateur Ooh, hour. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah. That sounds New good. Year's Eve for the children. I don't go out on New Year's Eve. Oh, uh, I don't New blame Year's you. Eve for me, the, <laughs> binge, no, the, the binge watching is already scheduled. Cobra Kai. Nice. I have a six-disc nice. CD set of every NWA world title match that ever was held in Japan. And then we'll finish Beautiful. it off with the Marx Ooh. Brothers. Oh, not Marx too shabby. Marx Brothers. That's wonderful. Oh, God, I can't go through here without watching the Marx Brothers. Yes. That's not tremendous. too shabby. That's awesome. God, yeah, that, that's cool. I remember you had yeah, done that. Uh, uh, well, how many years ago was that you did that Facebook Live on New Year's? Something like that. You had done something live on New Year's. Uh, three yeah. years ago? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Amy. I know that's been a minute. Sure, I don't know. If I get, if I get the if I get the uh, the motivation, I might do a Facebook Live this year. That's awesome. It was fun. That's, that's tremendous. Yeah, I never that got was a lot of fun. I never got involved in the Twitch stuff. That's for the kids. The Twitch, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's more for the gamers. Don't get me wrong. I follow a few people. I mean, I follow the Knights. I follow Paige. I follow uh, Leva Bates, but I'm not one for uh-huh. starting a Twitch stream. Hmm. <laughs> but, Stro, you should, and I'll tell you why. Paige made <laughs> 400 $35,000 off of Twitch last year. Bless her heart. So bless God heart. bless her, but I think, uh, I think our boy Stro needs to get a piece of that action. Right. Well, I do have a Twitch Twitch account, actually. I'm just trying to get it rocking and rolling. Uh, it's, uh, just yeah, look, look you get for it rocking and rolling, and you get the people look to, for real to, to subscribe to the, That's to the my stream, name there. and then the money comes yeah. in. Yeah, look for Real Papa Stro on Twitch. That'd be me. Awesome. That, that's my channel. It's like we so always say, I think what we're doing it. is we're doing for money. Yeah, ain't <laughs> the truth. I got to ask one so, real yeah, yeah. question, though. Yeah, Are these fanboys all crazy? Are these, are these oh, Mark's no. nuts? They're all crying, oh, yeah. boo-hooing, like they lost a member of the family because Tony Storm quit her job. Yeah. The girl didn't get released. She quit. She yeah, packed she up her ball release, on, right? on the holiday tour, flew herself home at her dime, and quit. Ah, oh, that's crazy. Zero, Are you kidding me? He did her a favor. She wanted out. She quit. Wonder what brought that on. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna be very unpopular. But I'm going to tell you something. This this modern I'm going to sound like my father now. This modern generation, with their sense mm-hmm. of entitlement, they're all messed up. I mean, I've <laughs> seen it even on on the professional side. You know, we hire young people to work for to work for the companies that I'm brokered with, and they're there a week, and the next yeah. thing you know, they disappear. You don't see them again. It's crazy because she was just feud with Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Title. Yeah. And next thing you know, she's like quitting the company. 
Okay. <laughs> Whatever, she might, I don't she's going to go to WCW Live. She's going to go to, to Tony Khan, who, by the way, Tony Khan is reminding me more and more of Ted Turner every day. He keeps <laughs> yeah. buying that roster. He's going to go out of business. God, it's like every week someone new's uh, debuting there. Brother, you were in WCW when they bought everybody, and none of them worked oh, because God. they were all under contract, stayed home? Yeah. I couldn't wait. I, I, I was, I was uh, laid up for so long. I couldn't wait to work. Oh my God, it was, it was driving me nuts because you know, I, I, when you got an exclusive like that, all, that's all you could do is just sit, work out, train, and wait until they call you up. You know. Honky Tonk Man <laughs> told me that he was off for two years while under contract mm. with WCW. Didn't work a match for two years. Unreal. He said. Not he cared either. He was getting paid. At that stage yeah. of his career, he didn't I, care. It was it was almost a year for me. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, how many of these guys? In, how many of these guys in AEW haven't have we not seen in the last year? I can't remember the last time we saw Orange Cassidy. <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> Tony Khan is making the same mistakes that Turner and Bischoff made. Mm. Buying up talent, not knowing how to use them. Ah, uh, I hope he learns from those guys. God knows. Well, either going to go broke or Dad's going to pull the plug. Because if, if Dad, yeah, if, he does the, if he does the AEW, what he's doing, the Fulham Soccer Club in England and Jacksonville Jaguars, he'll be out of business. So his father's not going to put up with that. You know, that, that happened with Stacey Carter with uh, Impact, remember? Yeah, until she until she robbed Billy Corgan, which was funny as hell. <laughs> Man, they saw Billy Corgan coming. Oh, man. <laughs> and, and, Billy Corgan, can I be in charge? How much money you got? <laughs> Who would have thought? Okay. The the lead, yeah. Who would have thought the lead singer of Smash and Pumpkins would have end up uh, becoming the head guy of NWA? That's wild. He's a money mark. <clears throat> He's always been a money mark. Ever since he was in Chicago, he ran a promotion here. He was a big money mark. Hey, no disrespect. I don't care if they book me for NWA. Great. If they don't book me by the end of 2022, <laughs> I'm done. So I can say whatever the hell I want. <laughs> Oh man, I, you know it's amazing the, the, it, amount, it's amazing it, the it, amount of freedom it, of speech you get when yeah. you know you're finished. <laughs> well, you know, you know uh, speaking of AEW, they're supposed to be uh, debuting soon on TBS. I think next week or so. God bless. Them. God bless. The first show. Yeah, yeah. that should be the last nail in the coffin. They go to TBS and then they're done. <laughs> wow. It'll be on TBS, TNT. Still trailing Vince mm-hmm. in the ratings yet, or not? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, it, it's it, it's like almost like everything kind of comes full circle, the whole TBS thing, right? <laughs> but you know, it's funny, Straws. I was thumbing through some of these magazines, and the, the cheesy style of writing and and what they helped, what they did to help propel the storylines, 
you know, regionally mm-hmm. and worldwide. You read it from you read it from today's perspective, and you don't believe a word of it. But when you read it back right. in 1986, it was like gospel truth. Oh yeah, those magazines were hot then, red hot. Ah, they were necessary. Every promotion in the world yeah. used them to further their storylines. Yeah, we. Yeah, we didn't have internet back then or social media. <laughs> I think we were better off, to be honest. Yeah. I think we were better off because, you know what, we kept the uh, we kept the veil over the we kept the curtain over the over the um, the back end area where the magic was. I think it was better. Right. Again, right. I have you know, back then we talked about who was going to win a title. Now these fanboys yeah. talk about, well, who are they going to put the title on? Who are they going to give it to? Really? Exactly. Go ask Jim Londis if they ever gave him the title. Or Luke Nets. Right. Or Kaniski or Harley Race. Hey, exactly. Harley, did they give you the title? See what happens to you. Exactly. And You're right. They say the business is evil. I think it's devolving. I think it's getting to the point now where it's there's nothing to beat professional wrestling as we've known it. I think that's already mm-hmm. gone. I think it ain't coming back. It, it's it's that change. <laughs> that's, no, that's the truth. It's crazy. Just my opinion. Right. Yeah. Happy to hear about all your movies, though, Stroke. God bless. Congrats with that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, things are uh, looking up. I, I got, I'm in, supposed to be in talks with a pilot and a miniseries coming up, too. So as soon as I get info oh, about cool. it, you guys know. You know, I, I love so when you start stop. asking things when you're, when you're doing your plugs and you say, hey, if you want to donate, reach out to my PayPal. I keep thinking of Suki Sales when he told the kids, hey, kids, now go in Mommy's purse. And that pretty green paper that says 5, 10, and 20, just send it to me. That's hilarious. Oh, Soupy got in a lot of trouble for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. When you go into Mommy's purse while she's sleeping, and those pretty bills, those pretty papers that are green and say 5, 10, and 20, just send them to good old Uncle Soupy. <laughs> so, so Cass, that is you know, hilarious. We're talking about the business, business and everything. If uh, what if if you were to uh, what would the first thing you would do if you were to try to help you know improve the business? What what would be some of the first things you would do if you had a chance? First thing I would do is I would put into each contract a K Fate plus. I catch anybody breaking kayfabe in any in any way, whether it be TV interview, radio interview, social media, or even just talking to their neighbors. They get fired and blackballed for the rest of their lives. If we don't perpetuate the illusion, then why are we doing this? You know, why are we having these, these matches for title? You know, than acrobatic contests for points. The uh, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. All, all I right. can say on that is, I, I'm just going to 
bring some of the reality in there. No, um, I know definitely Papa Stroh know people do people that had to do that for the living the way some of that stuff was done back in the day. Um, but, uh, and I'll go with this. Uh, I was able to send a message and just say, hey, uh, you want to come over to Gary and Connors here in Seattle for Thanksgiving? If you, you know, so I got a lot of family here in town and want to be able to do that. Um, Papa Stroh was able to come as himself and not have to bring any of that to the table. And he had to sit there and listen to, he didn't have to, but, uh, he saw the, I guess, the daughter-in-law's sister-in-law, uh, and now having a conversation on cake recipes. I was able to sit there and do that, you know, as a person. Um, Yeah, but the the whole point is he wasn't... He wasn't out there advertising the business. He wasn't out there telling you right. what was going to happen on TV the following week. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is a whole new bag of tricks here we're talking about. I'm glad you brought that up because Rick Flair was talking about it on his recent uh, podcast about uh, how heels back back in the day were, were, were true heels. You know, they weren't signing autographs at the shows or kissing babies or anything. They they were healed from start to finish, you know, wherever they went. Brother, in, a, they in kept, 11 so, years, you know what I'm saying? In, a, in 11 years that I've been in the business, and I've been a heel for all 11 years, I have been out front at intermission once in 11 years. Right. Because a heel doesn't belong out front with the people. I don't like the people. Why would I want to be around them? Right. Yeah, you know, with Jericho, MJF he said, uh, the... back with his run yeah, uh, with WWE, his last good heel run, uh, he would talk about how he uh, he would go up to Vince and, and say, he, you know, things he wouldn't do as a heel. And, and that's, you know, and he had quite a few things he didn't do as a heel that they would try to get the heels to do. You know what I mean? Stro, I was in I was in my aunt's basement on December twenty sixth, nineteen eighty three, while the rest of the family was mm-hmm. upstairs having coffee and pizza and pastries. Right. I was downstairs watching Bob Backlund drop his title. And in the whole sixteen minutes that match went on, never once did I believe Backlund was gonna lose. Right. So when he lost it was legit. Now if that match would have occurred right now, the internet would have been a buzz with, oh, Vince decided to give it to the Iron Sheik. Oh, Bob must have finished his run. Or they've got nothing for him. Or all these other insider terms that should never have been put into the mouths of fans or marks, whichever you want to call them. Right. See, Todd, that's that's what we're talking about. You know, it, it's like... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm with that, you. Oh, oh, I'm with you. That's That I kind of put to the damn internet side. Oh, yeah, yeah, you weren't talking about the business, but we were uh help me out here, the uh he was part of the Russian duo. Uh one of your mentors. Oh, oh, I Barry, Barry, great Barry, Russian Barry. type. Yes. Yeah, Barry yeah, Darcy. Cool right. Uh I I've been cool off uh, talking about how they weren't even allowed to go out and grab food without staining character. I don't want it to have to go that far. 
Well, here, Nikita called out the Stillman character 30-odd years later, 30-some-odd years later. <laughs> he legally changed his name. Yeah. Uh, he legally changed his name to Nikita Koloff. God bless. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. I don't usually fan out or mark out for anybody, but MJF is my favorite. He's the last true heel. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Rick, Rick Flair is putting him over huge on his podcast. Huge. Because he's, he's legit. He's a legit heel. The kid yes. doesn't like anybody. Good for him. And even when he's Good out for him. in the town, I mean, he, he's, he's still MJF. You know what I mean? When he bumps yep. into people. Yep. He stays true to his be. character. Well, well, I do. Well, actually, I, I mean, had, I'm not in character I, when I'm talking forget, with you guys. Character, character is something we don't use in the business because we, we live our deal. It ain't, ain't like a film where you say cut and that's it. Our, our gimmick no. is 24-7, you know what I mean? No, I'm Chaz Murdy 24-7. I mean, I'm cordial right. on podcasts and whatnot because it's a part of the business. But I, I'm i in character 24-7. It's, it's, that's who I am. It's an extension of me. As, as you should, yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, I hate and when you get these the guys that go, uh, I hate you get these rookies and these guys that got the indies and are like, well, you know, this is the guy that I play. Oh, you play. Oh, okay. You play, okay. Okay, you're playing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So how about I start Woo-hoo. calling you Jake Paul? <laughs> Who do you mean? Jake Paul's a fox. No, Jake Paul's a college player. Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I fought cruiserweight, too, when I was younger. If I was 25 years old and still fighting cruiserweight, I'd knock Jake Paul and his brother into next week. <laughs> It, those That's guys no are amazing. It, it, it's like every month they have a fight. I mean, how can you have a fight literally like every month or so? That, that's unbelievable. They ain't Archie. They're not Archie Moore and Rocky Marciano. That's for sure. But yep, right. Shame on the people that pay millions to go watch them. <laughs> that's unbelievable. Crazy. Know, it, wrestling will be fine as a sport. If we mm-hmm. as, if we as the as the members of the sport start treating it like that again, but you I know mean, what? That's it, what Bobby Heenan said. That's what hurt the business, like you said. The the the, the K Fabe was, you know, was uh, the rules were broken. I get really upset. You know I, mean? I get extremely upset when I hear somebody use words like strap, uh, going over. Yeah. I'm talking about fans use that nonsense. Or workers talking to fans like that. Yeah. Oh, well, he's going over tonight. What? <laughs> that that upsets the hell out of me. They they want to talk like they're in the know, right? <laughs> right they're they want, the inside. They want to talk like, right, and and they want to talk like um, like there's no sport aspect to it. Like it's all just uh, um, for lack of a better word, fake. Well, it ain't fake. It's predetermined. If right. you think it's fake, I'll put you in the ring with me. I'll show you how fake it is. You know, oh, Scotty Valentine said, I can't, I can't convince you that wrestling's real, but I can convince you that I am. Yeah, they have, they have no uh, idea. <laughs> no idea. Good Lord. But as far as, you know, a lot of these fly-by-night indie promotions, and not the good ones, not the ones that I'm working with, 
but there's some that are just garbage. And they're letting their guys go out at intermission in gear. They're letting their guys talk to the fans like they're like it's old friend night, exposing what's going to happen. And it's like, you know what? What? Because there's no state athletic commission? Because you can buy a ring and rent yeah. the hall, and all of a sudden you're a promoter? Oh, yeah. yeah it, it's I like one show. Went show, show they're yeah. ring, at ringside buying a ticket, and, and uh, like the next month they're on their own deal. I had, a, I had a quote-unquote promoter <laughs> reach out to me yesterday oh wanting, to know if I can work a, wanting to know if I can work an April 2nd show in which yeah. it is a combination of professional wrestling, and I use that in quotation marks, and BDSM. Right. Clothing oh optional. God. Would you work oh, the show? Geez. You can't afford well, why not? I said, because to work that show, I need 500 Oh, I don't pay that much. Man. You don't get me. Thank you. Bye-bye. Jeez. That's BDSM crazy. Wrestling oh, show. Are you stupid? It's nuts. Anyway, that's, boys, I just pulled in from a uh, 13-hour day at the, at the job. Um, I want to wish okay. you guys a happy New Year, and then we'll be back happy next week. Happy New Year, brother. All right, After take care. Right. Cheers. You, you too, and yours. Be Bye. safe. Happy New Year's. All right. Bye-bye. Happy New Year, you, bro. Uh, it was always great hearing from Chaz. It was a good time. Oh, it is. The, yeah. uh, you know, uh, kind of right. take a different angle in the conversation. Um, you know, and I know it ain't exactly the same, but uh, I think my perspective probably comes from a different angle. Um, you know, uh, as far as kayfabing? Yes. The, uh, and I told Yuki, you know, early on in our relationship, because you, you know the family personally, so, I mean, we're we're actually, I don't know if, if, tell me if I'm off the rails here because it's your show, and you know the family and we know each other, so, you know, you know me, I tend to be pretty real, so I'm about to be damn real. Um, I told her when, early in our relationship, that I already had a spouse being the Marine Corps. Um, right. And as I went from immersing myself to become the Marine and learn, you know, to become technically and tactically proficient and, you know, um, do the right thing the right way for the right reason, all that stuff. Well, at a certain point in the relationship, I realized, well, hell, um, I had to turn that shit off when I went home first. That was the first place. So that I was both, you know, Sergeant Saxon and Todd at the time, uh, or, you know, Sergeant Mm -hmm. at the time. Um, And then I became, you know, realizing that I was a husband. Um, Had some of that. We, We all have our own things in personal life. You know, I'm a... Boy, if I'm a mark for anything, you know I'm a mark for fishing. Boy, I love to go fishing. <laughs> um, no. Oh, absolutely. The, uh, the uh, well, you know, you've been at some of the events where I made homemade ceviche with fish I caught. The uh, stuff like that. The uh, yeah. just just the way it is. The uh, so I realized somewhere in the middle between being the husband and being the marine that I was also Todd. And, you know, and then it became a dad and all that. And I, and it's, 
despite that I kind of compartmentalize those things a little bit, um, at least then, um, there, there were times I would, for lack of better description, you drop certain characters, although they all kind of bleed into each other, if that makes sense. So that's kind of my perspective. I don't know if I spelled it out well. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, we're not talking about, you know, family life or anything like that. That's, you know, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're just talking about being out in front, front of the people, you know, and as far as, I mean, that's, you know, I mean, I mean, there's a time to turn it on and turn it off, you know, yes, sir. <laughs> with that. But uh, it's just, uh, you know, we're, we're just talking about, you know, when we're out in front of people, and uh, like events and that sort of thing. That that, that was basically. Uh, oh our, yeah, our, events for sure. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, and, and I suspect you have to calibrate it too for the type of event that you're at. Um, Chaz had mentioned uh, uh, the different folks running the different shows. Um, right. I think some have. Uh, you, you have to have seen a ton of different attitudes. Um, maybe some push the family friendly too far. Um, we had talked oh, about a yeah. <laughs> uh, number of weeks ago, I jumped in late on the, uh, I think the Sunday night show, where you guys were talking about where that one guy lost his damn mind and took out the ref. Oh, yeah. You know, that's at a yeah, whole that, that different was- edge. That, that, Yeah, that was yeah. pretty wild. Uh, but Velvet had uh, sent some uh, links about some of the stuff. And, I mean, that's ridiculous. Uh, you know, there's one thing about character and probably insanity in that case, that kind of thing. The, um, You know, I imagine you guys have had to play a balance depending upon the promoter with uh let's call it degrees of family friendly let's not go the other side of it the uh so you know some are pushing be out there be with them you know make them want to come back uh on that side and then you got uh to be able to see some of that because uh and i guess i i imagine depending upon when you came in and did some of the the rules um you, where it's a far, far more relaxed, it can be just as hard to do as if you're a more relaxed person and they want you to really keep the character, if you will. Yeah, yeah. You know, for the most part, we all kind of look out for each other when things happen because what we do is so high risk. You know, we, we have to look out for each other, whether it be us, the referees, uh, the guy people in the back that are watching the monitors, et cetera. But, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, you things happen where there's an injury or uh, someone will freak out in the ring or, yes. or freeze or, 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 or a number of things could happen in which, uh, you know, we have to improvise and adapt to that situation at the time. So, you know, I mean, and, and, and some, and some, Usually, the ones with lack of experience try to take liberties on other other people, which uh, they they instantly regret later because 
uh, the the ones they try to take liberties on I have a lot more experience and they know how to handle themselves in situations like that. So <laughs> it's usually a mistake from the start, right? And it's not just from uh, a, a, a wrestler, but like a fan's perspective. Say if a fan tries to jump on the wrestlers in the ring, and you know they instantly regret it later because if they get to the wrestler, I mean you got referees and security they'll take him down. A lot quicker, you know, before they even get to the guy, right. guy or gal. So, you know, uh, yeah, it, it, you have to be prepared for unexpected things to happen in the industry because, I mean, it's it's going to uh, one way or another. Yep. Yeah, let, let's see if I remember the story thing. because I've, I've heard some great stories from over the years uh, from from old school to – um, God, well, apparently you're, uh, well, let me say from older school to old school, because, uh, you, you came up with a lot of the old school, um, but some of the even older school talking about the things that were going on. And was that, was that you that, um, in, I'm, I hope I don't get the place wrong. I think it was Puerto Rico having spark plugs thrown at you on your way either into or from a match after it's the end of the result of the match, the, the audience throwing stuff. Oh, yeah. Because I know you. Oh, yeah. That was Absolutely. Puerto Rico, all kinds right? Of debris. Yeah, all kinds of debris was thrown at me, man. You name it. And yeah, I mean, some, t- some places you go to, when you get heat from the crowd, it's on a whole new level. You know what I mean? It's like... Uh, uh, you get legit, you feel legit hatred from the crowd, if you will, and which uh, it, it's great. On uh, it's it's weird, it's weird saying this, but it gives the person, the the villain, if you will, that much of a rush. This per se as a uh, the hero, of the story gets gets admiration from the cheers. You, yeah, you just get that. that you know, you equal did your rush. job. Right. And, um, but sometimes it get really, some places get really intense. So you have to really look out for yourself <laughs> in situations like that. I mean, yeah, I, I, I've, been stab- uh, I've been stabbed. I've been stabbed. I've, uh, I've saved others from being stabbed. Um, God, all kinds of things have happened to me over the years. I, I can't let, Let's go with the safe other thing. Seen some things off odds and ends over the years. The, uh, you had mentioned earlier about a fan suddenly thinking they were all that and that they should intervene and decide that uh, it was their place to take some action. And it's funny. You can have uh, a match in the ring with the, with the classic setup of a face and a heel. And those are, and I don't know that those are so much terms that uh, me as the outsider should know, and that that might be another good example of what Jess is talking about. The uh, I love the old phrasing of good guy, bad guy, thinking of it that way. But you can have them both in the ring, and somebody's jumping in to support, let's use the uh, simplest line here, of somebody going to support the good guy, going to rush the bad guy, and you would see the good guy intervene. Because it was about the, commu- the, the wrestling community, nobody was going to uh, 
uh, you guys were taking care of your own. It didn't matter. Heck, I, I, saw, I saw a match one time with a, a fan try to run in the Hall of Nash. And before they even get get to Hall of Nash, uh, the referee, uh, Peary Anderson, took him down and started throwing elbows on the fan. <laughs> Getting out the ring. That's I mean, great. It's like I said earlier, you know you know, but, you know, a fan rushing the ring like that, uh, you know, they don't even need to be worried about just the wrestler. They need to worry about the ref, the official, the security that comes in. Uh, it's crazy. I, I saw, like, a Hall of Fame ceremony uh, the other year, a year or so ago, with a fan rushed in on Bret Hart, believe it or not. And a horde of wrestlers came in and security and, and took the – the fan down and boy he they punished him they punished that fan <laughs> they were as they were escorting him out of the building so yeah it, it, that wasn't too much, a, a very good idea <laughs> yeah it's the uh the um i suppose i was a classic mark growing up like the good guys more than the bad guys stuff like that but I came to watch some of the so-called bad guys that, you know, somebody that could sell that heel. Um, and it was interesting how, how I want to say this. Mark, in my idea, I think is a good kind of thing here where early on they tried to move him as a face, but when he started trying to do heel things, that's when, he sold um, and eventually became a face that had the heel characteristics, for lack of a better description. Um, so sometimes, and, then it's, and some of the folks, there are better heels and faces. Um, you've seen that. Do you got, like, anybody that came to mind that was, uh, well, hell, I'm going to ask you, was it, did you have more fun? Was it easier? Was it easier to be a heel than a face? Or, um, and which was the most fun for you? Let me ask that. Let's, it's your show. Let me, let's make it about you. Which was easier well, for yeah. you? More natural when I say easier. Uh, honestly, uh, I was all about whatever worked. You know, I mean, it a lot depends on the area, the situation, and all that. You know, I mean, some places were easier to do certain things than others more or less, but, um, you know, I was all about whatever worked at the time. And, uh, you know, I, I've been on both sides of the fence and been some through the years, different situations and all that. So, I, I mean, I, I joined them all equally. So, you know, I was all about whatever worked. And if something was working, then I'd, you know, roll with it and, you know, make the most of it. So. Nice. So which did you have more fun doing? Okay, cause, okay, so oh, that's kind of neat I, that you set out territories to adjusted some of your approach. I, I had fun doing it all, honestly. I mean, it was all great to me. You know, it's all about, you know, being a part of a story is, is I can't put into words how great it is to be a part of something important, part of something special, and something that a lot of people were into. So it's, uh, it's really a special feeling to be a part of and to uh, – be creative with it and, and see where it takes you. That's It's almost like you're writing your own book physically. And and that's a lot of reason why I enjoy doing films as well. Uh, you know, the one thing we all got in common 
as far as wrestling, film, and all that, is up being part of a great story. And there's no other great rush or a greater feeling as to being a part of something that's uh, that's really special, that it captures others' attention. Nice. Um, Any particular heel moments that you feel like just kicked? Just kicked ass. Oh, Where it went over oh. better to, to to the extreme, like you know, and not not so much the part of uh, having the dodge because I mean somebody throwing a dad gum spark plug at you that can uh, good. Oh, that was heavy. Yeah. Take a damn eye out uh, and cause uh, neat sutures, but uh, you know something where you know. How do I want to say, for lack of a better description, you were feeling the love of having done your job. Like you said, you know, sometimes when you got the people booing and yelling at you, you know you pulled it off. I I was doing a uh, hockey rink show one time up in Canada, and uh, I, I came up with a mannequin head, and I just claiming that mannequin head represented everyone in Canada. In which I was uh, saying uh, a few derogatory things. <laughs> Being a Canadian, and uh, that really got a lot of uh, attention, if you will. And they they kept wanting to grab the mannequin head because I was just comparing the mannequin head to every, everybody that lived there in Canada <laughs> at the time. <laughs> uh, hysterical stuff. I, you know, I. Uh, there's so many things you can do. The, the funny thing about Canada, I just got to laugh here. So so much for their courtesy. <laughs> and you know, personally, personally, I love Canada. I thought every time I've been to Canada, it's been a great time. But you know, it's just uh, being a villain there in Canada was uh, very, it was very entertaining, very entertaining. And, uh, <laughs> and, and the thing is, I, I learned some stuff, a few tricks from uh, Jake Roberts, who I was I tagged with quite a bit. And when we used to team together and, and just watching him some of the things he would do, he would like pick up things like things that he experienced in certain places, like for example, Mexico. Um, for example, we were going to do a first promo for an upcoming tag match we had coming up. And uh, the guy, the commentator, Mexican commentator asked him, uh, how was it like being there? And, so far, and uh, he basically told the truth. He said, "Look, the food sucks. We've been starving for a week. <laughs> We've been raiding the airport vending machines. <laughs> we snacked a box of raisin bran for a week." <laughs> it was, and he, and I, my jaw was dropping. And literally, he was just telling, spitting out facts, you know, just to get heat and just just uh, just use twisting, using real life wow. situations, and, and 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 to get to get a point across. And uh, it, it was being with Jake was a really good learning experience, and uh, learned so much uh, about how how you can wage immense with words to uh, and, the, and the actions and facial expressions to get heat. It's just uh, it's, it's pretty amazing. It's like psychology one on one. Pretty fascinating. Man, the. Uh... That's uh no, I know you've got to uh, hell, it's kinda neat the way you work. You've got to see um 
again, but at this point I'm calling older school to uh, new school to um, let, let's touch on something Chaz was talking about. What going forward, what are we going to be able to capitalize on? That'll keep it working and keep it right. Well, I I think it's going to have to come down to where it always has to come down to is good wrestling, good wrestling matches, and just to give uh, the wrestling fans more quality than uh, per se quantity, if you will. Is it because uh, the wrestling goes in cycles just like any other business? It goes to the peaks and valley stages and. And each time the business has gone down to a low, it's relied on the technicians, the great wrestlers that get out there and have great matches to help pick business back up. So uh, it's it's on that upswing, I think, and it's just due to the the workhorses, the new the newer guys that know how to get in the ring and wrestle wrestle and. Uh, they're, now they're the ones get the interest back up for the, for the industry. So, it, but it's always relied on people like that that can get it done in the ring to help business uh, get back up to the high the high points again. The uh, I don't know. There's uh, you know some there are some things, and I know um, the internet dynamically change things for the business that not just oh, yeah. wrestling uh, so many things but um what i don't see anymore are uh i think was classically referred to as the workers those guys that would go out there um and they knew uh i think the fans knew that they weren't going to win a match, but and, and I'm going to give some big love to uh, uh, Rick Flair here. He could take, he could make everybody look good. He really could. Right. He would, uh, he, he, he would, he would make that guy that never won a match, he could give you hope in the ring. Well, he was he could give you during hope that, that time. That guy he was, was the world champion. It. Yeah, because uh, that was his. You know, he was his job at the time was to make whoever he, who his contender was in the ring, the, the person he was in the ring, to look like he was a, a viable contender for his championship. And in order to do that, he had he the component had to look like he had a fighting chance, and he had to do that. Like, Not all everybody over the country, pulls that off. Overseas. No, and that's 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 the way we used to do it back in the day. That's uh, that's the way uh, used to be done, and and the, some of the newer people in the business now, I don't think they seem to understand that that concept, if you will. Or and there's some that that do, believe it or not, some that do, and and you can pretty much tell who who knows that art and who don't, and it's it, you can tell it in the ring from watching them wrestle. So, um, but it, it's a it's a it's a lost art. Uh, Tully Blanchard had it. Arn Anderson had it. The Funks, the Briscoes, they all wrestled like that. You know, at the point where, and that's why we didn't and didn't believe in like uh, eating someone's lunch per se, 
in the ring. You know, we wanted to be in the competitive matches. We want whoever we're in the ring with to have that fighting chance. And because, you know, if uh, in, to build business, you, you can't build a business when you're, like, uh, destroying the people you work with. I mean, a keyword work. <laughs> you got to uh you gotta make the person you work with look like they belong in the ring with you, and then some you know what I mean that because that's why people be keep coming back because if if all the people see is you eating people up they're they're not gonna come back to see that you know they they wanna they wanna know that these these people these guys and gals both have equal fighting chance of winning matches, and that's what keeps you bringing back. That's why you have all these angles and stuff where you, you see rematch after rematch and into the sell tickets because, you know, I mean, no one's going to see uh, Muhammad Ali, per se, if he's uh, uh, fighting someone that everybody knows if you beat, he can beat in seconds, right? That, but they'll come see a fighter that they'll exactly. know that can hang with, hang with him. You know what I mean? So, I mean, the, uh, example. how much you think Papa Stroh, this just occurred to me during our combo. The uh <laughs> um and this kind of scares me that I just had this thought. Um how much of that do you think might maybe be that was part of the old um where everybody believed in the American dream, somebody can do it, somebody can make it um routine. And uh, that might be something that was lost in the thing, because the whole the, the, the whole American dream is, you know, you can do it. We all can if we try and we work hard enough and things like that. Um, that that's, that's, I'm going to throw a reality piece out there. I did, you know, work hard all my life, try to do different little things. And um, depending upon what people call success, I don't want—I don't ever want people to think, at least in my mind, that money alone well, is well, success. As far as reality, I mean, um, art imitates life. You know, what I mean, and and everybody wants everybody wants to know that they would have they would have a fighting chance at anything. I mean, then that's the way to do it. that is. now. God, I don't so much yeah. see that oh, now. Because you don't... That's the art of being a babyface. That's the true art of being a babyface, knowing that they can come back from surmountable odds. And I, I think that concept is missing. That's what made Ricky Steamboat who he was, because he, he was a master babyface. Yeah, he would take all this heat and then come back at the right time. Ricky Morton was a great babyface, the Rock and Roll Express. Oh, I mean, my. Dude, he would sell an injury like no other. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a when, 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 he, when he was in the when he was in the ring, the the um, boy you talk about the the. I don't mean this in a bad way, but like you, you know the kid that would uh, trip in the hallway or whatever, and you would be on the edge of trying to think you got to take the kid to the ER because of the injury. Yeah. He he would do that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He was a master at it. You know, him and Flair made a lot of money when the horseman jumped in, broke his nose that time, and he had to wear that nose guard. And him and Flair, 
for the title had some. They had, some, they had like one week of one hour draws, which they call Broadway. And and to go one week of one hour draws is, is incredible. And with I was going to tell you a funny story, Ricky, real quick. Um, he was in a match somewhere with Doctor Death, Steve Williams, one time, right? And Doctor Death was just just all over Ricky Morton than that match. And and the crowd was getting hostile, very hostile. And it was it was more hostile to the point where Dr. Death kept telling them, said, Come on, Ricky, come back. But Ricky just kept <laughs> he just kept taking the heat from Doctor Death, right? And and the people were just getting insane to the point where Doctor Death literally was begging Ricky, said, Ricky, please come back because these people are gonna kill me. And finally, Ricky made the comeback, <laughs> and the, the, whole, the roof just exploded when he did. So, I mean, that it was the art of them awesome. getting behind the, the underdog, man. Um, people always want to root for the underdog, man, because they want to know how he's a fighting chance. And he was a master. Ricky was, man. Doesn't matter. Maybe that's – man, I feel like a big part of that. The, um, hey, the, uh, mm-hmm. I know we're getting here at the bottom of the hour. Um, I got to tell you – um, you know, we met a number of years ago, I think, uh, first at a con, that kind of stuff. Um, you, you are, um, pig star, all that kind of stuff. Thank you for, um, taking time to do things with my family. Um, taking time to support, uh, your other mates, uh, whether you supported Velvet, things like that. I apologize for the times I've broken character. Sometimes it's been done deliberately, and I'll, I'll own the ones where it's been done deliberately. Um, but like the other week, uh, when we were talking, we, we were on a different show, and we were talking about who was older because I knew you and Diamond Dave uh, and Atwell had gone to uh, school together. I called you by yeah. name. That was, you, you yeah. know, uh, I thank you for not busting my yeah. yarbles on that one. But, you know, that, so that was not a deliberate thing, but that was just, uh, yeah. wait a minute, I thought I was tracking where I had lost that. So I, I do those things, you know, and, of course, apologize for that. The, uh, but oh, I, I didn't even notice. <laughs> thank, thank you, Papa Stro. The, uh, I, 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 Though I'm not home and stuff like that, and you always, you know, do what I can to support your life does what it does. See, uh, but I thank you for being a big, making my life better. I thank you for being a great positive example for people. The, um, you, you've been so kind to so many people. Um, don't ever think you don't make a difference. And this is one of those times where I'm struggling not to actually drop the damn name. The, uh, but I, I I hope you know it's heartfelt. Oh yeah, thank thank you, thank you. I mean, really, really means a lot. You know, much much love, much appreciation. Sure, I mean that's uh, that's you know that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? Being inspiration to one another. The uh, no appreciate it. The. Uh, I know you do. Uh, when it comes down to the end, if you ever doubt it, you definitely do more good than bad. So don't ever doubt that. Just saying. Oh, thank you. Sometimes, thank you. Uh, right. 
Yeah. <laughs> I really do. Sometimes it don't hurt to hear it. The, uh, but yeah, I mean, because again, you, you're an insider in my life. I mean, you know, you know enough about it. The, uh, you know, the family. And again, you had to sit down to the Well, you didn't have to because you could have got up and moved, but you sure did sit there and uh, endure that cake recipe conversation. <laughs> 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 that was cases. Oh my gosh, that was that was interesting. But you saw where it was going because she was going to ask me for the damn how to do it. Oh, my God, you knew where it was going. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. It was the longest. Oh, my God. It was hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, uh, yeah, you've been there, brother. it, and that's kind of the point here is you've been there. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I hope, I hope we can have more memories coming that coming year. Can't wait. <laughs> Man, don't know when I'm getting back. Whole nother story. Whole nother yeah. story. We'll get there. The uh, Jan, just for the record, uh, the fam family's doing good. The uh, well, you've been with us for various holidays. So check this out. So uh, Gary and had got out duck hunting uh, last Thursday morning. We could go today. Nice. Um, did, okay. did really good. So, you know, he turned. Um, they, they were over at Casey's parents' place. I think that's probably the one place you haven't been. Um, uh-huh. the, for Thanksgiving. So he took a bunch of fresh duck breasts from the ducks he had just harvested, so nothing pre-frozen the whole nine yards. And a bunch of mm-hmm. them had never had that. Dude, that's uh, wow. that's one of those meals. you gotta you got to make sure you're tracking on Gary because he's pulling out some some serious gourmet food. It sounds, sounds like it. Wow, that sounds really good. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> and I know you watch your diet a little more than... The, the most the uh dude that if anybody's ever had a duck breast done right it'll blow a filet mignon away because um don't think chicken remember duck is not poultry it is waterfowl man just saying ah sounds delicious <laughs> yeah that's, Gary that's really was cool. there rocking people yeah, uh, you, you so, know you're allowed to hit them up just because I ain't home. Okay, yeah. You're allowed to just because I ain't home. I mean, okay. The, uh, That's cool. Just saying. Do that fishing um, with friends thing. If you need support, Gary and Casey are both both fishing okay, shills. Yeah, I got to find out. Uh, I don't know if they're doing it in May again or not. I'll have to find out what their next. Uh, the date they're doing that and uh, get the details. So, um, I was going to ask, what uh, what are you going to be doing for uh, New Year's? Uh, I'm going to be sitting tight here in the uh, okay hobble here in uh, Indianapolis, sitting down tight, nice and quiet. The uh, I right, will, right. there you go. And frankly, to be honest, in truth. 
I'll be missing our little family thing. We had, uh, over the years, we had done the thing where we would sit tight. Um, mm-hmm. But we would make a ton of, as the Hawaiians call them, poo-poos. And a bunch of just various back food. And you know how we are. It could range from sushi to hot wings to sashimi yeah. to ceviche to you, you name it. We're all over the place. Right. So I'll be sitting tight. How about you, Papa Stro? What are you doing? I'm not. I'm just gonna sit tight too. I got a new dog named Duke. I'm just gonna just uh, hang out with him. Maybe eat some snack food and watch the ball drop. <laughs> That's it. The uh, always oh, laughing. The uh, oh my god. Yeah. The uh, I'm I'm wondering if I'll actually stay awake for the ball drop. Although I usually try to do uh, when I'm up here, and if uh, Yuki's right. not here, I try to make the phone call try to make the phone call for that time of the year. Uh, not always easy. It's just kind right. of the way it is. And, uh, as you know, I got a few years on you, so that's just, just the way it is. Um, I got hear you. <laughs> it's awesome. The, uh, dude, the, uh, and I want to make sure before we miss, we've had, uh, We've had Mr. Hollywood, we've had Chaz Moretti uh, mm-hmm. jump in. Um, oh yeah, and a lot of a lot of energy, a lot of positive energy. Thank you for letting me uh, or for sharing this opportunity with me. Much appreciated, sir. Oh, anytime, anytime, anytime. Um, is there anything you would like to uh, plug on the way out? <sighs> the family. Um, the, uh, in the end, a lot of people talk about, uh, what makes, uh, what makes you rich, you know, um, your family in many cases can drive you bonkers, but more often than not, they're what make you, they are what make you rich. Don't get away from your basics. Be grateful for what you have. Right. Take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. That's it. That's it. And uh, listeners, thank you for joining us this evening for the final episode of 2022, uh, 2021, rather, WCB Retro. Look for the archives of tonight's show on VOCNation.com. Just look for WCB Retro and the date. 1230 2021 uh, Join us next Thursday for the first edition of WCB Retro for the new year 2022. It should be a lot of fun. And thank thank you, Todd, uh, for being here. Uh, please come back anytime you want, brother. God bless, and Happy New Year to you, brother. Happy New Year, Papa Stro. Big hugs. Thanks again for being there, and thanks for being a positive influence. Oh, thank you, brother. Thank you for everything. Thank you for everything. And uh, let's, let's make it a great year for all of us. How about that? <laughs> stay positive, but stay real. That's, yes. And a happy new year to everybody. Take care. God bless you guys. Happy new year, all. Big hugs. God bless. Be safe.
Oh, 